Galimera, Galispera, whatever time you are watching, this is Mappa. I'm Stel. Mr. Thasso is here. Good evening, Hello. young man. Good evening, good evening. Good evening. Anna. Good evening. Uh, 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 how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Good. It's been a, a very eventful week, to say the least. Today we had some exciting news, didn't we, about our friend uh, David Badia taking yeah, charge of yeah. a, a Polish club at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Gdansk. Where's worst places to be in Poland than Gdansk? It's nice. I've, I've never been. I've never been. Yeah, yeah I'd, what can you uh, tell me I'd... about Gdansk. It's it's nice. It's like um, you know, a lot of people go out there normally because you know the beer. There's like good places to go drink. There's archi- the architecture is nice as well. Uh, I had a project okay. out there. They've got they've got quite a few golf courses. So if you like to go swing some clubs, mm-hmm. they've got a few um, yeah, got a few golf courses up that way as well. And a, and a beach. There's, there's actually seaside up there as well. Yes, we're right by the Baltic coast, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So yes. So as long as you don't mind nice. freezing your as long as you don't mind freezing your nuts off, it's <laughs> it's, it's a nice beach. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to get it up on the map so I can find out exactly where it is. It's in the north of Poland, yeah? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's all right, so it's yeah, close to Germany, I guess. Mm-hmm. Close to Germany, close to Lithuania. Um no. Okay, fair mm. enough. Fair enough. It's nice out there. Nice. There's, a, there's, an, well, there's an airport as well. That's one place I need to go, for sure. Yeah, it's nice. It's mm. Nice. Excellent. Good dance. Um, right. Shall we get cracking on, on the Cypriot football? For some reason, my earpiece has gone. I don't know what's happening here. So um, oh, no. hopefully it'll connect again and everything will be hunky-dory. Um, so in the meantime... In the meantime, while I sort this nonsense out, let's uh, <laughs> let's go to the first game, shall we? Yes, and that was Agrida 2-2 against Paralimni. And what a game this was. And our friend, Mr. Vucenovic, scoring two goals. And this, my friend, was a very entertaining game for the Bomber Table Clash, wasn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, both, both the teams have got something to play for. So, uh, you know, it makes, it makes sense that they're both throwing everything at the game. Um, yeah, really, the, the draw between the two teams doesn't really help either one. Agridas is still very far behind. Uh, Baralimni as well with the draw uh, and kind of results elsewhere means they've now dropped into the relegation zone. So the draw doesn't help out either team. There's still there's still plenty of football to be played, though. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it, it is what it is, isn't it? Vesenovic, Vesenovic for Paralimni uh, is the bright spark, really. He's uh, he seems to be working very well with Rushas. Rushas tees him up, and he gets the goals. Um, on on Agrita's side, on Agrita's side, they've got they've got the strike force there, haven't they? It's just they've got the attacking intent, just defensively there. They're not. That they're not there defensively. You could say it's the goalkeeper. You could say maybe a change of goalkeeper might smooth things over. So you know you could get somebody like say I don't know, Akos or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, 
Um, yeah, it was basically a game of two players, wasn't it? Because Agritas had uh, Eraso, I think that guy's name is. He scored two goals for him. Yeah, Eraso, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's... Uh, and obviously, Vucenovic, the two goals for, for Barajin as well. So this got this went to VAR, this, this, this shirt pullback, and it was deemed to not be a penalty. Um, not sure... Like did they, yeah, they, they did the check? There was one with a potential handball, and then that was that. I think the yeah. that one was was more of a penalty than than the handball, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the, the you know the, it's there. You can see it. the guy's being pulled back by his shirt. Normally you you see that given, but they didn't give it. There you go. There's the, the so the first goal. I was just surprised the first goal was in the 54th minute. But yeah. First goal goes in, uh, and then uh, an already hectic match then turns into <laughs> turns into a basketball match after that. Uh, shots flying everywhere. Both goalkeepers, I think, didn't have the best of games either. Like Kostic will be annoyed at that. He, he, he let that squeeze in past him. Um, but yeah, the I'm just waiting for the Vesenovic goal, man. I'm just waiting for that one. That's the. Well, that's, that's a great that's finish. A big one. Uh, that's, that's, that's a, a fantastic great finish. finish. And the thing is, we've been talking about him for weeks, though, in terms of you know, yeah. give him, give him the supply because we saw him score against Olympia Goals. We've seen him score, you know, a few goals this season. But you know, this is a striker that only needs half a chance. And and this, the, the two goals he scored, especially the second one, which we're going to see in a moment, yeah. it just shows the guy only needs half a chance. This one, I mean, the awareness of where the goal is, you know, he's running away from goal. Effectively, mm-hmm. and he's just mm-hmm. he swung his boot at boot at it, and it's a it's a great finish. Um, yeah, and I, I really hope this guy joins a better club because he deserves better. But this is the goal, mate. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo scored something similar against Bam. Villa, but this, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> if Messi or Ronaldo or Neymar and Mbappe did that, people would be talking about the push gas award. I'm I'm not even joking. This. I mean, it's a difficult technique enough as it is, but he's going away from goal as well. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, techers, it's mate. Great, yeah, it's great skill to uh, to actually get the shot away. I think, but yeah, you know, Bendreo, I think, will be very pissed that he didn't get to it. But yeah, it's just the surprise, isn't it? He wasn't exactly something to come, um, and you know, yeah. Listen, some, somebody's going to be after him. There's a, there's there's two or three players in this Baralimu team that are that are going to go places, um, yeah. and they're going to go places quickly. So there's places Absolutely. like players like Diawara who, who just need to go back to Abuel and mm. probably just you know he's going to be fighting for a place in in the first team next season. Uh, Vucenovic, you've got uh, players like uh, Meira. Uh, in that yeah. Barrymi team as well, that are very skillful and can and can produce. It's just that uh, it's just it's just not working for them. I think yeah. uh, whether whether yeah. it, there's luck defensively, there's there's all kinds of issues there. Um, you can say the same for Akritas. I mean, they they sold uh, they sold that player to Levski Sofia uh, two three weeks back for for yeah. like a six figure sum. So they've also got players as well that um, that have got 
the potential to go out there and you know do do some big business. Um, but both those teams are down there for a reason. As well, the the problem that they have Agrida is you know a lot of their players, well a lot of the senior players anyway, um, they're the wrong end of of twenty, so to speak. I mean, uh, I think Sehich is twenty eight, Eraso is thirty two. Um, and those are the two standout players. I mean, you could say that Torres is okay for them, but do you think this guy that was at Buffalo is going to want to play in the second division next season? I can't well, I mean, I mean, to to, as well. yeah, Torres was on loan to them last season in their promotion mm. bid. So the second half of the season, he went over to them and on loan and scored. He was on loan at Riga as well, I think, which is the other team mm. that um, that uh, Dubov owns. Out in, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. So he's again, he's somebody with potential. That's, uh, but the a lot of the Agredas team are kind of like they're players with potential. I think David, uh, when we interviewed him, said the same thing. They're going to be mm. great players in one, two, three, six years time. They're not going to be yeah. great players now, but they need the experience, and that's what they get in there. But you know, if if I could just keep a core of this team next season, then it'll be fairly straightforward for them to come back up. I think. Yeah, well, they've got um, Aruch, um Arajo, sorry, the uh, Brazilian, yeah. and he's he's mm. pretty decent, you know. But and and you, even your mate wasn't even on the bench. Your mate wasn't even on the bench. They're the Italian goalkeeper on the bench. Ah, but you know that Italian goalkeeper is launched. <laughs> Needs to be good. <laughs> it's but anyway, oh, oh, anyway, mate. anyway, anyway. Let's said about worry. the goalkeeper don't situation. Worry. I agree, that's the better. But yes, I I agree. I don't want to upset even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm already, I'm already, you know, a moany bastard as it is. You don't want to be <laughs> creating more. No, yeah. no. Hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to the next game, shall we? And this mm-hmm. was Doxa beating Garmiodisa by two goals to nil. I thought Garmiodisa might actually get a result in this game given their last performance, but goals from Sadiq and Ernest Asante, two goals in the first 15 minutes, effectively wrapped up the game. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. Nothing really happened in the second half, so I didn't put any second yeah. half highlights. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I mean, Doxa are proper going for it, aren't they? The kind of the, the the form they're in at the moment, um, you know, Sakas has kind of taken over this team and has got them, you know, actually actually playing because he hasn't, you know, he's not made any new signings. He's not made any. Uh, I don't think he's changed stuff that much. No. Um, Was that a hand? Um. I mean. If yes, it's not handball, it's a foul. It, it, if it's not handball, it's not. It's a foul anyway, isn't it? Because he's led in with the elbow in the back, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, you you, you stranger can, decisions have been given in Cyprus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you you could give it for either. I think he's led in with the elbow. Yeah. Uh, the ball's hit his elbow, but the ball's hit his elbow because he's put it in Sadiq's back. So yeah. So yeah, I think it's a penalty. Uh, but yeah, as, <laughs> yeah, Sadiq scoring. He's finally, you know, he's finally got uh, got his name on the score sheet. 
yeah. spoiler it's you know he's you know he's been he's been doing the heroics um over the last two three games now that Knobloch has, has been out I don't know if he's still injured or uh they just decided to go with uh uh with spoiler it's just because of the last two three games he's played he, he's, mm-hmm. he's played a really good game to the point where he's actually been picked for Cyprus as well for the first time. Yeah, so, that's right. That's yeah. right. Well, look, they need a, they need a, a regular goalkeeper, don't they? Because Dimitri isn't yeah. playing, Panayi isn't playing, uh, Kirakidis isn't playing, obviously. But I tell you what, I'm really yeah, bravo. But I tell you what, I'm really happy for Ernest here. I'm really happy yeah. for him. You it's know, a really he's a yeah, good, it's mate. A good goal. To, to see him get on the score sheet again, and he, he's had a, an up and down season, has he? Because he went on loan mm-hmm. to Ajax. And, you know, as we said a few weeks ago, him going back to Voxa might really hurt Ike in the long run. And, you know, we're going to go into them in a bit. But this, all right, it wasn't a great finish. He smashed it at the keeper. But, look, it went in the back of the net. That'll do his confidence the world of good. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thrilled for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when the, oh, I think there's a, there's, there's a bit of the highlight that got cut off there where you see, mm-hmm. you can actually see Voxa fans celebrating. No, no, it was there. It was there. Oh, it was, it was there. there. Okay, it was there. Yeah, I'll bring it up yeah. in a bit. I'll bring up All in right, a bit. Yeah, we, 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 we can count them. We can, <laughs> we can count them. Uh, but yeah, you can see people watching Garmadissa as well on the other side of the stadium as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as the thing, while, while these highlights are going, uh, I think Garmadissa, if they don't start, if, if you know, if, if they don't pick up some points soon, they might, they, they might, they might be in it. They might be in it because they're only, yeah, because they're only eight points away. So you know, if if your Doxas, your Baralimni, your Olympiagos start picking up points, and kind of considering the kind of the 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 season finished, they're uh, they're going to be they, they're going to be sent into it, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it would it would be a, a, a shock for me if they got relegated, given how well they've done in recent weeks, mm. and they've really given the top teams a, a good go. You know, they they made Ajax sweat, they made Omonia sweat. So for them to go down, especially with the the four signings that they made in January, would be mm. a shock for me. I I can't see Agrida and Olympiagos getting out of this. In all fairness, and that just leaves one more slot, doesn't it? Yeah, because three got that right. So yeah, exactly. yeah. So Paralimni and Doxa, you know, it's a big win for Doxa, and um, I, I don't know how Paralimni will get out of it. But look, it's been one of those unpredictable seasons. So mm-hmm. I, I really can't nail my flag to any master at the moment. I'm gonna lie. Yeah. Well, I mean, Doxa were below Paralimni for God knows how long. Obviously. Yeah. Looks have hit form, but Alimni are kind of up and down at the moment still. So, you know, it's, it's anybody's it's anybody's game. Would it be a shock to you if Garbildesa went down, though, given the players that they have and given the investment oh, yeah. made, especially, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, one reason that they would be going down would be, you know, you've changed, you've had six coaches. You've had six coaches. And, you know, uh, on top of that, they're now looking for a seventh assistant manager because they've got rid of uh, Sinisa Dobrasinovic, who was hired uh, kind of 
once Avil Steel went, he was hired and brought in to kind of look after the team until they could get um I can't remember the manager's name. Um, uh, yeah, I know you're talking about I forget his name as well, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but but basically they looked after the team until they brought this guy in. And now, two months later, they've got rid of Dobrasinovic, who was there as an assistant. Um, yeah. like two months seems to be kind of the, the best before period for, 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 for coaching jobs. I can't remember this sad. But um, if they don't get a result next week, and Baralini and Doksa do, I can see them looking for coach number seven. For that game. Well, the thing is... Kertzakov has only been there a few weeks, right? Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, he hasn't actually brought in any of his staff. I think all the staff that are there are the ones that were there at the beginning of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's effectively him, Dobrosinovich, that's obviously gone now. And, and that's it. Like, who, who, can he, who can he call upon? And the thing is, I don't think he speaks Greek either. So how how is he going to communicate with his staff unless they speak English and he speaks English? And does he even speak English? Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, but think, I, he mean, might, that's, that's... I think he might do. I think he might do. I think he might do. That, I think he might. Do. You, you to... could argue that that's the issue with a lot of managers in in Gibraltar, isn't it? You know, Alexei Spilevsky doesn't speak Greek, does he? No, um, no. Henningberg doesn't. Um, no, but the thing is, what I'm saying that at, at least I'm, I'm guessing at least Spilevsky's got staff who he knows. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. In fact, yeah. let me let me let me let me check Addis's staff that were actually at least on the on the on the bench at the weekend. Let me have, sorry, yesterday. What am I talking about? I'm not talking, I'm talking about it. Well, so his assistant, yeah. his assistant coach is German. Another coach is Latvian. So. I don't know, maybe communicating with them won't be an issue, I'm guessing anyway, because normally mm-hmm. the coach brings in their own people. If you look at Oltra, he's brought in one, two, three, three Spanish, four, five Spanish staff. Well, I mean, bench. they could be there from before, though, because remember, Possibly. higher yeah, Spanish yeah, managers. Yeah, Badiane, <laughs> could Badiane, be. Cadara, yeah. yeah, possibly. So it, but even it, still, it um, be, yeah. I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm just, I'm just guessing yeah, it in yeah. here at the end of the day, but... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's bring on to that. Let's talk about this. Uh, this still that you sent. This one here. Yeah. These so are the lots of fans, right? Fans. Yeah, that's it. How that's many all of them. There? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got two, four, six, eight, nine, ten. And you counting the old man down at the bottom? Right? That's. Yeah. You counting the old man at the bottom? Yeah. 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 Yelling at him. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the reason why I bring this up is because. Um, a few days ago, Docs announced that they're opening their homestand for anyone with a fan uh, fan card ID to support Docs in their fight for okay. survival for free. Mm-hmm. So free tickets. Oh, okay. So as long as you and register for, for the next game, right? Yeah, all all home games for them. All home games until okay. until the end until the end of the season. Yeah. Hmm. So fit, well, fit that's, that, that seems fair. Fill up that ground. <laughs> Fill it up. <laughs> Look, they're, they're, they're free tickets, and no, you can't say fairer than that. I mean, what, what, yeah. what's the other incentive that they're going to give? Like, maybe they, they should do what other clubs do: give beer and food as well. No, don't do that. You get fined. 
<laughs> what, okay, yeah. what even with it okay the, the beer. beer okay would you give them food yeah. then give them food you know there's there's enough room in the stadium right in the stands to to have a fugur right like the gadvuna yeah. have some suvlaga there ain't gonna yeah, be no man. health and safety concerns can't go yeah, wrong man. do do it do it do it yeah. do it yeah. uh, hopefully hopefully the season's still on by the time I get over there I'll go <laughs> You want your free suvlaga? <laughs> yeah. Get somebody to uh, take for me, and I'm and I'm there. <laughs> right, Ade, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. And the next game, Friday evening. I watched this one, and to be honest, for a nil-nil draw, I was very entertained. I'm not going to lie. Upwell nil, Buffon nil, and um, no one really walked out of this stadium happy. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. I believe Buffer were okay happier with the result than anything. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure if you'd have told them nil nil away would have been great, but I don't think you saw. I don't know if you saw this at like full time Red Hustle, but a lot of these other world players looked very very despondent at full time. I don't know whether they were just tired because mm -hmm. I know um, Viafanias gave an interview and he said he was huffing and puffing, he was knackered, so they've done a lot mm -hmm. of running. So I don't know whether the, the, this season is actually taking its toll on them. Uh, injuries are taking their toll. Obviously, they've got yeah. a few players missing, which is, is very difficult. And I'm not going to lie to you, mate. You know, if we're switching goal for Buffer, hardly had anything to do. Is that a concern? Yeah. Um, I, see, the, this game this game was a weird one for our boys, wasn't it? Because um, I think the last two or three games, Ben has been missing. I think he's been he's been quite pivotal pivotal since since yeah. he he signed. Uh, it kind of just just the the intelligence that that he brings to a game kind of frees players like Dalcio and Marquinhos to be able to do a bit more with the ball than they would uh, than they would otherwise. Uh, and it just seemed that they that they missed that. So Marquinhos was having to come deeper to get the ball. Uh, it's not really as effective as, say, you know, a, a, a ta direct attacking the, the opposition defence. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a bit worrying for Abuel. But I think it's more, it, it's I think it's more to do with like um, a bad day at the office. Tell you the truth, just just things they, they were trying to do things uh, where things weren't working for them, uh, and I think it was more to do with uh, personal issues. Um, one positive for Abuel is uh, Belich had a good game, so I've been shitting on him for the last season. <laughs> well, to be fair, he didn't have much to do. I'm not going to lie, he didn't no. really have much to do. In all fairness, no, he did, he didn't have a lot to do, but what he did do, he did. Well, at least in this game, um, you know, like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, like, like I said, I, I said, like every game, he seems to have like that one mistake, and it's whether or not the opposition take full advantage of that. Yeah, didn't seem to be an issue this game, so that didn't seem to be uh, a problem. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, their uh, Abuela is starting to suffer from a few injuries, so. Uh, they've got Ben out, Kostandinov is out, Wheeler is out. Wheeler is out until October. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, because he yeah, just had surgery on a cruciate ligament injury, isn't it? 
Well, this is it because he, he sustained it against Omonia in the cup game. And I, I won't, I'll never forget this because he was on the touchline and he started feeling his knee and he got up. And I sent a message to the boys in the WhatsApp group. I says, I think he's done his knee. And they're like, no, 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 no. One of them said it could be his hammies or whatever. I said, do you know what? It, it doesn't look right. And the fact that he continued the game. Now, I don't know whether that's just being that's brave or maybe it was. Worse. Yeah, exactly. He, he played with an ACL for another like half an hour, 40 minutes, which was just crazy if you think about it. But mm. I guess adrenaline keeps you going. Maybe they're getting a painkiller. I, 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 I don't know. But that's dangerous. That's very dangerous. That's, that's, physio's not doing your job, though. You should be looking well, at that and saying he needs to come off. The, the thing is, what I will say in their defence, um, if it was a, like, okay, give me an example. When when Ernest Asante or, or Jordi Gomez did that ACLs, they were stretched off. They couldn't mm. walk. It was, it was fucked there and then. Perhaps it was a minor tear. And then when he play, continued playing, he felt it after the game because maybe the swelling or the adrenaline also, because don't forget, they do the scans usually one or two days after because the swelling, when the swelling's there, it doesn't give an accurate... Uh, reading of the injury mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or prognosis, should I say? So, but again, it makes you like wonder: Was he in much pain when he was playing? Because as I said he, he still played another half hour, forty minutes, or did it aggravate it? And I think it's the latter, really. Oh yeah, but that because of that is put him out until October. Yeah, yeah, and they don't have a well. They've only got who's the left back? Susic is the left back. Ferrari, but Wheeler is also a central defender who plays in central defense mm. as well sometimes. Um, which, which he was doing at, at one point. They've, they've got they've got the cover, but you know, when you're having to bring in somebody like Fida, um, I don't rate him much. <laughs> I don't rate Fida. I mean, mm. the the, the lasting image for him, for me, is when, um, I can't remember if it was against Aris, it must have been against Aris, where uh, Gvita goes to jump and he ends up he ends up kind of clattering Sachas. He ends up jumping yeah. over Sachas to header the ball. He misses the header and then uh, and then it's a goal for Aris. So that's, yeah. that's a lasting impression for me on Gvita. It's... Um, I don't know, but I've got I I've think... got a question about Milojevic for you yeah. actually because mm-hmm. I after after the loss against Omoni in the cup, I was talking to the boys. I said, Do you know what, the pressure is going to start mounting on him, not from the fans because mm-hmm. I know there've been a handful of Abuor fans that have been critical of him, be it his team selection or the timing of his substitutions. Mm-hmm. But I said, Do you know what, if they if they don't win the next couple of games or if they drop points you're going to see the papers start digging him out unfairly, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. where they are from where they were at the beginning of the season, he's worked wonders. But the knives are already starting to be sharpened. They're questioning his substitutions. They're questioning his tactics. They're questioning the fitness of the players. Even he's coming out to, to bemoan the injuries, which, all right, all managers do it when there's injuries. But I get the feeling that the pressure is starting to get to not just him, but also the players. Well, what do you think? I think it's more the players because, you know, it's not like it's not like he's a, a foreigner to the pressure because look at the team he's managed before. He's, you know, it, it, 
I think uh, he's he's a very experienced manager. He's got and and player as well. So he's been through the ringer so many times, pressure wise. So I don't think it's necessarily him. What I think he needs to do is obviously sit down with his players and try to take the pressure off them, because uh, I think that's I think it's, it's the players that are suffering from from pressure issues, and they shouldn't. Do. You know, you've got players like Crespo, for instance, who, again, very, very experienced, uh, should be able to take take this. Uh, but, yeah, top of the table is it's, it's what it does to you, isn't it? And, you know, when you've got, when you're in the championship playoffs, every game's a derby. So it's what they need to do. Um, moving over to the other team, Bafor. They're dropping form. We keep talking about their dropping form. We keep talking about it, and it's not getting better. Um, and I think, like, at Semedo Bruno replacement can't have made that much of a difference. It makes you wonder. Their last victory in the league was what the eighth of Feb, tenth of Feb, something like that. That that is that is concerning. It's a massive. It it's got to be a concern. Got to be a concern. It is. It is because the goals are drying up, but as well at the back, they're leaking more goals than they did when they had Antosh in goal. And we said uh, with Antosh in goal that they're going to have some difficulties. They went and bought yeah. the, the class goalkeeper, and you can see he's very, 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 very yeah. good quality goalkeeper. But then. The people, the, the the four in front of him, have just fallen away, and I don't I don't know what's happened there for them to for their form to have dropped that much. Well, the funny thing is, they're what they're nine points behind a ball at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the only thing that's let them down isn't the losses because they, they've lost four. Ayak have lost more than them, but it's the draws. They've drawn yep. 10 games this season. And it's like what we keep saying, it's fine margins. You know, if if you can come back from a goal behind and turn a game around, which they haven't done yet this season, again, we're still waiting for them to come back yep. from being a goal behind. If they mm-hmm. were able to do that, rather than salvaging a draw, they would be knocking on the door. They, but, but nine points, okay, you can still argue there's plenty of games to go. There's what, six games to go? Two, four, six, eight games, sorry. Eight games to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah? And you could argue, bloody that's 24 points to play for. But when you look at their form, and don't get me wrong, they were decent against Abuel. But yeah. again, there were still there were still phases where they got in behind Abuel and they only had one or two players in the box. And there's that over-reliance on, on Jairo, which... Okay, we can. Someone can always turn around and say to us, "Well, when he was injured, they were still winning games." But this is the business end of the season, and you're, you're looking this, for your players to step up. For, look, for is, me, yeah, it, this is where it, they should be turning it, was, it on. Exactly, and, and for me, when I looked at the lineup again, I'm not here to criticize Henningberg. I'm in, I'm in no position to do so. But when I saw um, Hotsko at left back instead of um, Ikoko, who was on the bench, I'm thinking. Abuel are there for the taking at right back. Susic loves to get forward. He doesn't get much protection from, from Dalcio in defensive areas. Don't get me wrong, Dalcio does tracking, but he's yeah, not great yeah. defensively. 
something mm. can use Ikoko's pace because obviously on the right hand side they had I think Dimitri was was at right back and he did a, a fairly decent job, fairly decent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the threat wasn't there on the left hand side and and every time I saw um, Hotsko get the ball I thought he he, has, he hasn't got that left back in him to to bomb forward and and deliver crosses in the box. He looked very very awkward and perhaps. He was there just to protect the, the, the overlaps or stop Dalsi, or maybe Ikoko wasn't isn't as defensively sound as he is. I get it. But maybe in the last 20 minutes, when you see the legs, and Berg didn't make a substitution until when? What time was it? He made a really late change. When was it? Hang on. I'll, I'll tell you when, exactly when it was. He brought on Hestat in the 92nd minute. Why? Why? Anyway, this is, yes. this is why you know, and, and as an Omonia fan, he did it with us as well. Yeah. We saw it a lot, like the, the timing of his substitution. So, again, maybe he, he felt that a lot of players still had it in the tank, but they could have been a bit more. Um, I don't know, uh, they could have gambled a bit more, but then again, having said that, I refer back to what I said at the top of the, the clip. They're probably going to be happy with the point, so maybe Berg yeah. thought let's let's get a point and go home happy. So m- maybe that was a game plan. But again, as you quite rightly said, their form has dipped so much. If they'd have beaten up well, you know, which they could have done, let's get it right, they could have done. That would have that would have said a lot. That would have said a lot about their title ambitions. But anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah. Before we move on, I just like to give credit to the Upper World fans. There we go, an Omonia fan giving credit to Abu Wall fans because they sold 9,000 tickets, as far as I'm aware, and they had this. I mean, this was immense. I think the game was delayed by about five or six minutes because the, the orange smoke just took over the stadium. Um, and they, they made a really, really good atmosphere. It felt like a derby game. You know, it felt yeah. like, you know, a game that you would have loved to watch on television because let's get it right. The atmospheres in, in Cyprus haven't been particularly great this season, especially the, the Group B games. Don't get me wrong, they've been poor. But you need fans like this, and they'll probably get a fine, won't they? <laughs> for this, yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely, they'll definitely get one for having the 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 the, the, the smoke, the flares, and everything else, and two for forcing the delay in the start of the game. So yeah, there's going to be mm. a few fines to pay on that, but you know, they they they, they the fans are delivering. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, right. Next game. Oh God. <laughs> ah, okay, right. All right. I'll, I'll I'll scroll down to that that game then for the notes. <laughs> uh, God Almighty. Uh, Abolon three, Omonia one. Oof, and a, and a game which after the first twenty odd minutes, I thought Omonia might get something, but two goals from Abolon. This one was a calamity. You know, Fabi came out, yeah. rush of blood to the head. Omonia still had chance at the times. Uh, Opportunities to clear it, they didn't. Uh, Ekbolo scored a goal, probably the easiest goal he'll score in his career. And then Shradi equalized, which was a fantastic goal. Uh, ball over yeah. top from Pana. Um, great finish, don't get me wrong. It's very difficult to, to control it the way that he did because I thought that ball was going to go Rose the way that it bounced towards him. Um, but then we we capitulated, and I could argue, and I've got some, I've got a clip after this from um Gagul Lee being wrestled in the box and a handball that was given. To Gagul, by Gagul Lee, which was never a handball. Um, 
But first, I, I want you to talk more about this game than me because I've, I've said what I had to say about it. It's a clown show, this club. But anyway, it is what it is. What can I tell you? <laughs> uh, I'll just uh, kind of uh, the notes I had for the game. Pretty much, uh, pretty much the ones that you've already said. So, uh, I mean, route one football, wasn't it? Really, really good uh, long ball pass there. Brilliant run from from Jardy and the, the just the way he hits it. It's just it's now imagine imagine if Omonia had got him in the team, proper fit, ready to go from the start. Mate, do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I like this player. He's got something about him. He's got something about him. I I feel mm. that if he's got better players around him and a better coach, um, we we'll see more of him. He didn't play the ninety minutes. I don't know why he was taken off, but anyway, continue. Sorry. No, I mean, the reason he didn't play the nine minutes is probably fitness. Like, you know, he spent a long time out. Um, so, so I guess I guess that's probably probably to do with it. Um, yeah, the the game, the pen, the, the, so this penalty here, has, it's... Mm, you would never you know, expect it, that it, from, a, from a senior player, you know? And the fact is, Mavria was going away from goal. He was going nowhere. He was yeah. going nowhere. Oh, yeah, but you know, like, you know, Bapulis is like sixty years old, man. What are you going to do? His, his reflexes on the on what they were. So you know, he was probably trying. He probably thought he could control the ball, and Mavias obviously managed to get get to the ball quicker. Penalty for Bit another goal for Bitas. You know, fairly fairly straightforward goal for him, obviously. You got Fabiano to to uh, dive the wrong way. Fairly fairly straightforward finish. Um, yeah, and then kind of right. So okay, well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that in a bit. I've just I've just seen something I wanted to talk about there. Um, but it's better it's better if 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 we get the get the images up of that. But yeah, that was a phenomenal save. It so was. That save no, no, from no. Jovanovic was it was. Incredible. I mean, I mean uh, Jovanovic was given man of the match. The Abolov fans voted it man of the match. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, he, he's, 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 been, he's been solid uh, during this yeah. big run of form that Abolov have at the moment. And then Warda gets another, gets another goal, sprinting on his own towards the goal, gets, it, gets another one. 83rd minute. Bam, fairly straightforward. Yeah. I don't know what the chicken dance was for. Was he? Was he? Was he pretending? Was he like doing a, a thing about an orthosy there? Well, I've not got a clue. <laughs> but that's that, that's that's just um, classic counter-attacking football. One man at the back. Yeah. You know, you, you you'd expect Vada to put that way. I mean, that pass to him from goal was brilliant as well. One touch pass. Yeah. You know, he's, he's read the line. He started the run from his own half. It's not offside. It's, it's a great finish. Don't get me wrong. Fabi got something to it, but. You know, and they, they deserve to to win a ball on. You know, second half, Omoni mm -hmm. had nothing. We had absolutely nothing. Forget the save. I mean, as I was saying on the pod, the goalkeeper had two saves to make and both of them were in the last 10 minutes. So yeah. that just tells you all you need to know about this team and, and this coach of ours. But there's, there's something I need to show you, this one. How this wasn't given as a penalty, you know? And, and the thing is, mate, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Seeing that again, right... I actually watched the game, obviously, on, on Sida, and they didn't show a replay of it. It didn't even go to VAR. So, fortunately, I've got a way of rewinding and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, I videoed it with my phone. No one's talking about it. 
right? And again, this isn't sour grapes from a Normania fan. We deserve to lose, don't get me wrong. But it was 1-1 at the time, you know? That ball comes in the box. He's being wrestled. He's being manhandled. And I would have said it even if our defender was doing it. It's a, it's a stonewall penalty. But this referee was, was doing it a lot. He was giving silly decisions. And again, as I said on the podcast the other day, I'm confused as to why a referee who is from Limassol is allowed to referee matches involving teams from Limassol. This guy goes to bars in Limassol, in pubs in Limassol. You know, one guy I was talking to the other day from another club in Limassol was telling me that they've seen him in a bar in Limassol just chatting away to, to the fans. I'm thinking, what is this? But anyway, yeah, it is what it is. We were shit. We it's, a, to it's, a small island. it's a small island. It is. It is. But for me, there's got to be that element of professionalism. Yeah. Again, don't get me wrong. Apollon deserved to win. I'm not saying that there was any foul play. I'm not saying that, you know, that they, they defended well, they defended in numbers. They prevented us from, from uh, opportunities. Ekpolo was brilliant. He's not even a fucking centre-back, but he's coming at centre-back and he's, he's been brilliant. So I, I can't fault them one bit. I can't argue with them. But again, Omonia is in the fucking mud, mate, honestly. And I, I don't want to go on about this fucking team, but this head coach, the more I see him at my club, the more I detest everything about it. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm sorry. Oh, dear. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... There's, anyway. there's not a lot to say about it, is there? I mean, I've, you know, I've still had... He did... He took a ball on to a certain point and then couldn't get him over that certain point, which is why he ended up leaving. Then he ends up at... Well, the, the thing is, um, again, I, I don't want to go into this because I keep talking about yeah. podcasts. Right? In terms of his credentials, you know, and, and this is the thing that frustrates me most about uh, Cyprus and Cypriot football. There's this weird notion that if you're a coach from Cyprus you immediately know the league better, which is understandable. And I get what you said about him doing well at Abolon, but is he a coach that has got a glittering career? No. I don't think he has. Let's get it right. He might as well be Sam Allardyce because Sam Allardyce has coached so many clubs in, in England, but has never won anything. And Sofroni is practically at that level, all right? He won the cup with, with Abolon and he did well in Europe. I think they beat Aberdeen and they had a couple of decent runs in Europe. Nothing special. But the fact that he was earmarked as Omonia's coach straight after Ferreira left the job. And I'm, I've got Omonia fans telling me we've seen improvements. I says, what improvements have we made? We lost three of our first four matches. All right, we beat Abuel in the cup and knocked them out. But we smash and grab the win there. We smash and grab the win against Gavmiodis. So we smash and grab the win against Olympiagos. So what improvement have these guys seen? Now, if this coach was Serbian or, I don't know, German, they wouldn't be saying that. They'll be saying, what about his CV? What about this? What about that? I had someone say to me the other day, well, it's not his squad. I was like, well, we said the same thing about Ferreira, but Ferreira was getting results and he was getting them playing football. Okay, we had some tonkings, the Anofasi game and, and Abor especially. Yeah. But look at how those games how, how those games mapped out. It was all because of defensive mistakes that cost us the points. We mm -hmm. lost to Ayek when we were in control. If Lesiak knew the offside rule, we'd have won that game. But again, these are individual mistakes. But the game against Abor, as you quite rightly said, it was just long balls. It was just long balls. Mm -hmm. So... 
again, I've, I've got to continue to question this guy because I, I don't think he's he's any good. But listen, game's done. I bottled him on the game fair and square. There's two things we need to touch on very quickly, though. First of all, you're going to go into it, and uh, I'm going to bring it up now. Uh, this one right here. <laughs> it's not the Incredible there's, Hulk. It's... There's two. So, there's two. Uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, the, our Bollon fans were flashing lasers at... Uh, this is Loizu, Louis, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, they were flashing... Uh, every time there was a set play, they were trying to get, they were trying to get this green laser in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. that seems to be happening um, more and more frequently. But here's yeah. something we didn't expect to see, and, I, and I, I'm being sarcastic. Welcome to the Alpha Mega swimming pool slash stadium. <laughs> there was a massive leak. They had to move fans three rows behind. Um, oh, my God. Yes, yeah, state-of-the-art facility, mate. State-of-the-art. <laughs> Yeah, no comment. On I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna grind my teeth. No comment. Now I just, you know, the, the jokes I made on Twitter. You know, it's the Agros Metallic Water Stadium, and uh, and uh, the Limassol Stadium sponsored by Ocean Basket. Look at it, man. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, the the, the Emirates Stadium where they had the flooding. The Emirates Stadium, where they had the flooding, at least that stadium's like 10 years old, if not more. <laughs> this was finished. This was can finished. You see that guy, can you see that guy there? Can you see the oh cursor? Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy here. Where is he? Oh, my this God. This guy's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the... Jesus <laughs> Christ. I can't oh. stand the rain. <laughs> so I turn into the Wicked Witch. I Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh you my kind god. of half expect, like you know, when you go to these restaurants and they've got uh, fish tanks in there, you kind of expect them to put goldfish in there or koi koi fish, like all these uh, tropical fish. Just stick tropical fish down there. They get give, give it a bit yeah. of ambiance, you know. No man, no man. You were talking about you were talking about having the fugu out at the stadium. You put <laughs> you put you put the calamari in the octa body in the water there. And then when somebody when somebody asks for calamari rings, you get it fresh out, chuck it on the grill, done. <laughs> oh mate, you love to see it. You love to see it. But there's some more uh, news with with what's well, Abolon related news, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, what uh, we're talking about uh, the new under twenty one Cypriot national team coach. Yeah, the son of the yeah. Mac. Yeah, Constantinos Magridis is in. He's he's got a new job. He's going to be yeah. looking at the Ethnigiel Pidon. He's going to be looking after the under twenty ones. So he's going to be dealing with you know uh, Ocas Junior, who's at uh, in Fulham. the Fulham reserves. You've got Yanis Achas. You've got uh, like there's there's uh, the kid that's at Atletico Madrid. Uh, there's there's a few players in the under twenty ones that are really interesting, and you're gonna have Costandino Magri looking after him. Well, I'll tell you mm. what, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I was very underwhelmed with the appointment of Ketspire. Um, yeah, I, I fear for the future of the Cypriot national team with this guy. Bearing in mind when he was coach of Anorthosis, he rarely selected Cypriot players. In fact, he went more with players like his godson and his countrymen, which is understandable. Um, but Magridi clearly 
has got a good reputation. I think he did okay at Abolon. It practically was a poison chalice when he came in. And I think he did yeah. fairly well. Yeah. Um, he's got a good rapport with players. And I'm pretty sure the younger players will look up to him and they will respect him. So, fingers crossed, well, he can yeah. do something with this. Hopefully, because, you know, there's, it's, it's a crop of players at the moment that have got a lot, a lot of potential. Like we said, yeah. there's... Uh, we've got somebody in the Fulham reserves. We've got in the Atletico Madrid B team. We've got uh, players in uh, Olympiagos and Panathinaikos in Greece. There's there's quite a lot of young players at the moment that are outside Kipro and doing very well. Oh, Andreas so, Fodi is at um, Andreas Fodi is at uh, Hanover in Germany. Yep. Uh, Antonio yeah. Antonio Fodi Antonio Fodi. Sorry, he's there. Yeah. So yeah, man. Let's see. Let's see. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting one. It'll be an interesting one for sure. And it I'm sure be. it'll be a uh, a challenge that he will relish. Uh, Bondi was it uh, Bondigos or Bondigo? He's at uh, Bondigo is at Abolon. I think he was he was actually at Hanover. Was he at Hanover? No, he was at Frankfurt. He was at Frankfurt. He left Omonia to go to Frankfurt and then he went to Abolon and then went on loan to to Doxa. So look, it's 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 a decent squad. Um, but again, I'm I'm just worried for the future of this of this national team with this guy in charge. But again, we're not going to that. Good luck to yeah. Uh, I mean, we, 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 we can yeah, we, we we can we can get into that further down anyway. Yeah. We've got some. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about that Absolutely. a bit further down. But yeah, my grid is his new under twenty one uh, coach. So hopefully, you know, we'll be we'll be seeing seeing these but these players develop into some proper stars. Absolutely. Right, next game. IL3, Salamina 2. And it was the game for the veterans, wasn't it? Two goals <laughs> for Miralas, two goals for Dore Garay. And this, my friend, was one of the best games of the season. I'm not going to lie to you. It had everything, <laughs> practically. So, <laughs> yeah. A, I'll, I'll a leave the dead rubber. Like, like, no, yeah. you know, there was, this, this game means absolutely nothing. And it ends up being, you know, like, yeah, one of the one of the most entertaining games of the season. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I mean, Miralas has been a proper letdown this season. I think people uh, people can can attest to it. He ended up doubling yeah. his goal tally for the season for Ayel in this game. Yeah. So, um, you know, with the penalty as well. Um, I want to get to his second goal because that goal's a proper like, yes. top spin, bam, yes. lovely strike. But yeah, uh, in the meantime, uh, we've also got uh, Romo as well getting a goal, which when we get to that fucking goal, I've got some comments. But um, yeah, Dore Garay, brilliant header. Look at that header, like, come on no, now. There's come no on. way that should be going in. Like the the, the, the amount of dip on the ball. The, he's, I, I, it's he's, a great header though, man. It's a great yeah, head. He's, he's been a revelation these last two, three months, hasn't he? He's been on yeah. fire. That cross from Botiak yeah. as well. I mean, look at that leap, yeah. though. And the thing is, he was challenged as well. Power. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a proper centre yes. forward striker goal. Ah. Come on now. Come on. It, it, and he started following he us on Instagram as well. He started hey. following us on Instagram as well. Yeah. Hey. So that's it for everyone listening. Follow us on Instagram at this is my part. Doragai follows us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know who you know you know who reminds me of a bit a little bit of Ben Teke, not not quite the you know the 
the finishing kind of outside the box, but his presence inside yeah. the box, you get getting the headers, the control, the he's he's, he's really really good at it. Um, but yeah, uh, there's I want to I want to get to I want to get to either Romo's goal or Morales's goal as well. But yeah, it's yeah. Um, yeah. So Salamina started. They they had Gisas in goal instead of Melissas. So I don't know yeah, what's that. Nothing was that, you could have like, done oh, about that. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> uh, There's like, nothing you could have done. You could have had two goalkeepers in there. You ain't stopping that, son. Rolling uh, back the years, Kevin. Just, rolling back the years. That absolutely <laughs> launched it, didn't he? Ah, man. Yeah, man, if he, only, put... if he only did that from the beginning of the season. Comes out of the net as well. Look at that, it just hits the back oh, of the net, and bounces out. Oh, come on. Ah, uh, it's a good thing Bosh. we don't have split screen. Uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't like to see <laughs> wouldn't like to see your face right now. <laughs> but look at it, this angle. Bam. Ah, uh, great goal. Great goal. This one weren't bad either, the finish. This finish weren't bad either. Although the one um, that we're gonna see in a minute. Sorry. I've the wrong one, wrong one. My bad. No, this no, no. One this is this, this 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 bloody thing. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And now, like, Gatsi. Okay, so Gatsi. They're both at fault there. Obviously, Gisas hasn't played with this team, so he's not. He's not completely, you know, in tune with what it, what the defenders are expecting him to do. But Gatsi as well. Is like, what what kind of fucking pass is that? I yeah. mean, Romo, yeah. you know, he still had a lot of work to do to get to the ball, but we sold them down the river. They both, they both sold each other down the river there. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to say one thing that I, I often defend goalkeepers. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm sticking this one on the goalkeeper because the pass, okay, well, it was under hit, but the goalkeeper's positioning, he was practically behind the byline. Now yeah. I'm saying to myself, why are you doing this, mate? Honestly, what, you're you're setting yourself up to fail. Um, but look, Romo took his chance, and uh, this yeah, one as well. There's, there's the right. There you go. Bam. Again, yeah. And the thing is, yeah, that's that's great just control. strength, strength, yeah. persistence, and, uh, and yeah, it's a very very good finish. Yeah, yeah, he did it. I don't know why. I don't know why he does the L. I have to ask him what the yeah. L is about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Good great shot. strength. Yeah. Might be the might be um, the first uh, the first initial of his child or something. I'm guessing maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, that's, that's a good finish but, under yeah, pressure. Great, great finish. Great finish. Do you it see is. how Bilovar decided to pull out though before the cross came in? The pull yeah. was coming in the box. He's gone to stop it, and then he's changed his mind. Yeah, yeah. changed his mind. Yes. Yeah, but again, that that comes with experience, doesn't it? It's yeah, of course, of course. Uh, yeah, dead rubber game, yeah, but the most, most entertaining one for sure. Yeah, you know the um, uh, Salamina yeah. kind of kind of. I think mute. you're on mute. Oh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Hello. Anyway, I'm sure we'll sort out these uh, these technical problems in just a moment. It's, it's always a fun time to. Just talk over things, even though I can't hear him and he can't hear me. And yeah, this is Hello. this is the joys of recording. I'm not even going to edit this bit out because no, you know, I'm not going to edit anything. Oh, I just heard you there. So can you mute yourself? Please edit it. Adam. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm not edit it. I can't be bothered. 
Can't be bothered. Okay, <laughs> this, fine. This, I, I, I really this, don't know what happened there. I didn't touch nothing. So anyway, it's okay. It doesn't matter. We, yeah. You didn't miss anything. You did not miss anything. <laughs> okay. No, I'll, what, what, no, I don't think our listeners missed anything either. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, look. Uh, do, uh, go. Got a dog has appeared in the corner here. Um, but yeah. Um, so what I was going to say is that yes. you know now, now Salah, you know, it's good that they're putting on these shows. If, if they keep putting on uh, performances like this and putting on matches like this, obviously they're going to get people in the stadium, which is something that they need at the moment because um, over the last week they actually put out on social media that they're they're asking their fans to help fund the team further to make sure that they complete their financial obligations for the season. Um, be- basically, what they said was that because they're outside of the top six, they're not playing any, they're not playing as many of the big teams that they would have liked to play to fill the stadium, which has meant that uh, they've got reduced income from, uh, for, for gate receipts. Uh, I, again, I just think it's a bit weird that if they'd, done more poorly there would have been more to play for and therefore would have got more people in the ground and vice versa you know if they've done just slightly a bit more a bit better and got to that last that last place in the top six there wouldn't have been anything to play for but because you're playing Abuel you're playing Ayek you're playing Aris you're playing uh, Abolon, you're going to be filling the stadium more. So they're kind of caught in this weird limbo area where they can't, uh, where, they, where they can't get enough people into the stadium. It's bonkers. Well, ju- just a word of advice: stop setting fire to your fucking stadium and getting games cancelled, and you won't be three points <laughs> worse off. It's just that simple, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, stop setting fire to shit. <laughs> Salabin, I didn't do that. Uh, no, I though. Oh, I did, yeah. But it's Salamina yeah. who were looking for the for the help. Yeah, I know. I know. I just thought I mentioned I no. because they almost got into the, the top six. So Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean I mean they were both fighting for it, but obviously because <laughs> they both missed out. Um Well, to be fair, Salamina are lucky they didn't get a points deduction after whapping to those two journalists. Yeah, 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 as well. Exactly. But, you know, it's, it's like, you know, that rolling wheel, uh, wheel of fortune, you know, fine, ban, kubes, <laughs> that, you, that, that you posted up on Twitter. You know, it's... Uh, Don't worry, I'll, I'll bring that image up when, um, yeah, when it's, time for, it when it's yeah. time for his uh, his section, because, you know, he, I'm sure he loves it. Yeah. I'm sure he loves it. Oh, man. <laughs> That's you're right. Next game, Anorthosi beats Olimpia goes by two goals to one. Two goals from Guerrero. January signing one of them, a peach of a free kick. I'm sure our friend Joel won't mind us mentioning it. It was it was another one of those where no goalkeeper is going to stop that. And Bert Esselink got on the score sheet for Olimpia goes. Incidentally, mm-hmm. Esselink is Olimpia goes's top goal scorer in Group B with two goals. So it's the case of the Guerriers again, isn't it? The defenders got more goals in the outfield than <laughs> yeah, the rest of the squad. So yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's their top goal scorer for the season now. I think. Oh, like, not just. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's on four for the for the whole season. But yeah. Um, anyway, we're talking over this free kick. I think we just need to kind of pause and collect. Just wait for that beautiful angle 
kind of shows it from from, from behind him. Yeah, the, shows yeah, it just, just yeah. Blasting the net. I mean, it's it, it makes you think kind of like the, the performance that Anorthosi put to this game. The kind of it, 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 oh, oh, like, how how do you stop that? You don't. You don't. You no, don't. I mean, the 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 wall it is is placed correct. You know, is placed correctly. The Mal is in the Joel is in the right place. It's just yeah. it, it's just hit that so sweetly. There's no way. There's no way you're stopping it. But that, anyway, I think I think there's 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 something that happens. Uh, one of the highlights, Esselink, uh, uh, not not Esselink. Sorry, is Yakumakis. It gets punched in mm. the face by Loria, and nothing happens. <laughs> That's pretty standard, though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> That's it's, it's like Loria comes out to punch the ball, but it comes <laughs> behind the attacker and it's punching the attacker in the face. Like you actually see Yago is like collapse on the floor, like he like almost like <laughs> you know he got punched by Mike Tyson. You, oh, you'll, you'll see it. You, you'll, you'll see it in a second. Um, it's. Um, I tried to pause. I tried to pause on the moment, but the the, the, the quality of the cameras at the Magarion, you know, obviously they they're working on nineteen seventies technology there because you know it's yeah, the Magarion. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, the you know, you'd think that they're probably Olympic uh, here probably looking at who in the in this eleven going to plan to keep for next season so I think that's probably what their manager's gone out and told them like you put some performances in to see who stays and who goes uh, because obviously you know players have already started leaving Anastasia. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about that I think in a, in a minute or so yeah. yeah the reason why I've paused this is because for me that's a pen is it that is a pen yeah I think that's a penalty Okay, because I think that's uh, a penalty. It, it, it gets it gets the ball though, doesn't he? But it goes through him, and this yeah. is this is the other thing, right? Because this challenge here is very similar in the sense that okay, he makes slight contact with the ball, but it's yeah. the follow through that does it. He nab he gets a touch of the ball. His studs catch the ball, but it's the, yeah. the follow through that does it. So it's the it's a similar situation. It's a similar yeah. situation. So. Again, I can understand why uh, Olympiagos feel aggrieved. However, what I will say about this game, and again, I haven't put the full highlights because it was just half chances or just crosses in the box. Olympiagos only seem to know how to play one way at the moment, and that's pump the ball in the box, either from set pieces or just, you know, from wide areas. And it, yeah. it's clearly not working. Now, I don't know if that's because they don't have the strikers to get them goals. Or maybe that's the, the best way. I mean, look at this. This, this is another one. You no, know? hoof in the box and inshallah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, isn't it? The, you know, Loria there with it. That's a pretty good save from Loria. It's a very good catch. <clears throat> but yeah, yep. there's. It's. Here, here you go. Another, another pump. Another pump into the box. Yeah. Uh, again. On, that that time unlucky, but yeah, um, I don't know, man. Olympiacos they're trying, but it's just not it's just not working. They don't they don't have the strikers to score goals. You know, 
Um, you've got this Yago Magis, he's coming, not done much for him. The, they had Domi Shai come in and he got injured uh, after coming off the bench once and scoring. Um, Hendricks has been, Hendricks has basically been Waris. <laughs> you know, there's, he's, he's had chances, he's had chances and chances and chances and just not put any of them away. Um, uh, and you know they they brought they brought in a couple of other one a couple of other strikers as well who have not done anything either. It's just, I don't know. It's just not happening for them. Well, uh, last week uh, after the Voxa game, which they won, um, they released a story that Jason Punchin uh, was released. Yeah, um, that came as a bit of a shock to me, but at the same time, you know they obviously want to clear. The, the wage bill, reduce the debt. Harayan is going to Astana, the centre-back yep. that they signed from Spain in the summer. Uh, Ninga apparently is leaving. He was another big name or big money signing, shall I say. And Juarez could be also out the door. So that's four players um, that came in last summer that are surplus to requirements. And do you know what? I don't know whether this is part of a, a planned restructure or maybe they're just in such financial disarray that they have to do this. No mm. disrespect to the likes of Atimadam, no disrespect to the likes of Loria or Hamadurnian or a few other players. But it seems that the, the, the players who... Okay, I, I know Sava wasn't impressed with the signings I made, as he, as he mentioned last week. But players like Punchin and Harian, I think they're, they're vital if you want to kick on and if you need experienced heads that know how to cope with the pressures and the demands. And look, Punch has played in Cyprus for a few years now, so mm -hmm. he knows the league, going back to the whole, oh, well, we need someone that knows the league. But yeah. again, it, it, it's, it's a very strange situation for me, Final Fantasy, and a, a lot has happened in the back, hasn't it? Like, the, the yeah, back I mean, so so Jason Punchin, I think he's been... I think he's been used as like the poster boy for the, the balls-up recruitment strategy that Bulaidis had in the summer. Uh, you know, obviously he's going to be disappointed because he hasn't had the playing time. Fans are disappointed in him because he hasn't had the playing time. <laughs> uh, and, you know, he comes with a name, a big wage packet, obviously deserved wage packet because of his experience both in Gibraltar and in, you know, in the Premier League and other places. Um, and he's just a reminder for people of kind of the mistakes that the previous regime had made. So, yeah, that's why I think there was a bit of fan backlash on him. And I don't think it's deserved. Um, and I think some of the other players as well. Some players rightly deserve the backlash. I'm not going to mention which players because uh, <laughs> I've, I've spoken about them before. Does he? Does he? Does his name rhyme with a, a car made by Toyota? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, look, listen. He's not the only one. He's <laughs> one of them. But... Well, to be honest, I, th I think the only signing from the summer can really hold his head up high is uh, is Kiko, because when he's yeah. played for him, he's he's had a very very uh, good good spell, and I think even Punch to some extent when he's played games, he's been quite effective. But 
Mm-hmm. All the shit that's been happening in the background with Vada, with uh, Lazaro, with Bulaidi, with all this other shit, it's obviously had an effect. And, and the other thing, the other question I will ask, right, which we haven't really touched on, Ahtimada played against Doxa the week, uh, two weeks ago, and he played again, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like fifth, fourth or fifth choice as central midfielder. Yep. So, I don't know, have they, have they let Punch go because he was on a higher wage than Ahtimada? Because Ahtimada was captain last okay. season. It could be, it could be. I got no idea. I think my dad was injured for quite a while this season. Um, so it could be that they're bringing him back in because he's he's getting he's got his fitness back up and they're getting him ready. They're getting him ready for next season. Um, Possibly, Possibly. I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's a big salada going on at Artasi. Sava, <laughs> Sava was very helpful last week. Yeah. You know, kind of shed some light on it. But obviously, there's there's a few dark corners still left to to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Okay. Yeah. Well, how many games we've got left? We've got one game left. Three. Oh, oh no. hold on. Before before we move on, then there's the Go other on. thing. Go on. That in the Anorthosi, the Olympiagos versus Anorthosi game, uh, afterwards, Andreas Sandis, who's the president of Anorthosis, made everyone aware that Olympiagos supporters had abused the Anorthosis board of directors uh, and were quite vulgar with what they were what they were saying. Wow. Um, now, Donaridis had a Facebook post afterwards. Now, here's Uh-oh. the surprising thing. No, no, no. Here's, here's, here's the surprising thing. This is this is this is this is the surprising thing of all of this. He said it was true, and offered his apologies to all those who were affected. Yeah, that's the eyebrow. The eyebrow. That's why. That, that's how I reacted as wow. well. Like what? Yes, he, he said. He said sorry. Is he turning over a new leaf? Has he found God? <laughs> has he? Has he surrendered? <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there with a little white flag. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh well. Anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. Right, final game, and there's quite a lot of footage for this one. So sit back, enjoy, Brilliant. because after West Ham obliterated Ajax, we said good luck against Addis. Pray. For Ike, and even the Lord turned around. He said, "Fuck this shit! I'm not helping these guys out." It was Addis for Ike nil, and our tagline for this episode is "Beast Mode Activated Addis yeah. Edition." It was a massacre, honestly. And I tell you what, Thasso, have you seen a team regress so much in Cyprus that Ike have, especially since February when they drew against uh, Agreda at home? Jesus Christ, man! I, I like. I still. I'm still like. It blows my mind how, how badly it's gone. I, so, so I, I went and looked up. Like in their last ten games, including European games and the rest of it, in the last ten games they've won twice, and that was one nil against Dnipro, and Baralimni. Now in that, 
in those 10 games, they've drawn with Agritas, they also drew with Dnipro, they conceded four against West Ham, and they've conceded four uh, this match day as well against Aris. They've scored seven and conceded 17. It's, it's maddening how bad it's gone. Like, Piric has completely lost his head. I think I mentioned, like, the one mistake he made at the time against Garnodis, and since yeah. then... He's, he's completely fallen apart. I don't know what has gone on. Yeah, Altman and Farage have become bystanders to this whole thing. Jacqueline uh, seems to be the only one for Ayak who seems to be doing anything for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Aris, on the other hand, have exploded. They're now unbeaten in eight. Uh, Gagorin's goal... It was difficult to work out what Ajax defence is thinking, but it was a great artist trademark counter-attacking move with speed, the power. Uh, the uh, the only thing that's obviously not typical Aris is they scored. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, we've spoken about previously with Aris, yeah. they need they need chances, they need chances, chance, chance, chance. First chance of the game they scored. Um now. For some reason, that, that, that offside that was just given there in the highlights, they show the offside decision like five minutes after. Uh, so I don't know why it took them so long. You can actually see the difference between the two lines. You yeah. know, you know how, yeah. you, how are you supposed to do the offside <laughs> thing? Back with the lines. Two lines. <laughs> yeah, two, li- two separate lines. You see them, they're separate lines. Anyway, um, yeah. The it, again, yeah, there you go. See, two separate lines, and uh, yeah, again, but even even then, again, with the, the great finish, cool finish uh, great right. attacking play, counter attacking, just the speed. Um, I think the only reason, the only reason I can think why Ayak have fallen off the cliff as much as they have is maybe that old trust got them doing murder ball. Like lead start, yeah. like Bielsa style murder ball, and it's completely destroyed them because they've started their season late June, didn't they? For, because of the qualifiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing they... is, what you'll notice about this one is that every time Ajax, sorry, Aris have got the ball forward, practically all the Ajax defenders are watching the ball. They're not watching the man. Yeah. And look, this this is something that we've we've spoken about at great length with Cypriot football, but I think this isn't down to ability mostly. I think it's down to fatigue. And Ayek, they're on their knees, mate. They're on their knees. And Farage, I don't know how he managed to play as many minutes as he did the other night. And look, I know Ayek had a few half chances, but Aris were in control, mate. And the thing Mm. is, again, I'm going to talk about Aris now. As you mentioned, they're, they're eight games unbeaten. But right now, they're demolishing teams. And at this stage of the season... Oh, that fucking defending. I mean, that finish... Sorry, the, 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 the slide tackle, man. What was that no, slide I, tackle? I, I agree. It, it was terrible. But, you know, this was, it was a cool finish. And, and this was. is confidence, was... man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and for them yeah. to go on an unbeaten streak at this stage of the season, when there's still eight games left to play, right? And as I said, they're smashing teams. Yeah. And um, I think Abuel are very, very lucky that there's an international break because the last thing I just want right now is this break to, to stop the momentum. Having mm-hmm. said that, you know, Gomis is going on international duty. Uh, Mayambella, I don't think Mayambella has been called up, but I think um, uh, Bambika has been called up to the to the national team. So obviously Ma- that's, Ma- that's Ma- Mayambella is South African, right? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, so he did he did get called up. He did get called did. up, right? So that yeah. there's three key players. But Gogodin hasn't been called up, obviously. Not not, mm-hmm. not of anyway, not I know of. Um and he, he's been pivotal. You know, last season Stepinski was was the guy, you know. But Gogodin this season is is a different level. You could tell he's a Serie A standard player. But again, wow, yeah. going back to the way that Addis are cutting teams apart, man. I mean, this this was it was it's scary. And you again, we could argue, you know, Ike are tired and whatever their, their morale is low. But for for Addis to obliterate them the way that they did, this is you know, last week I was saying they're two or three years away from winning the title. I'm I'm actually sitting around thinking they might actually do it this season. They might even do it this season. Yeah, 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 yeah. That they're, they're going to be there this. or thereabouts. Look man. at this, man. I, I mean, the, the turn of pace. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man, I, I really want to complain about that defense. I mean, it's it's it, the speed, the turn, the, the 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 dribbling, like the way, like it took it took himself away from the goal and still managed to get the finish away. Very, very, very hard work. Very well done. Um, but I got but a, I got a... Bambika's been like this all season, though. That's the thing. He has. He has. He's he been has. like this all season. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I was saying Farage is up there for player of the season. I think Bambika's uh, leap, leapfrogged him. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's... It, the, the, way, the way that they attack, the way that uh, Shpilevsky's got these players running into the ground for them, um, but still maintaining their fitness, like they must do a lot of fitness work and uh, kind of a lot of rest, which I think is why they're kind of staying a lot more fresh than, say, somebody like a team like Ike. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm not taking anything away from him. It's fantastic, fantastic work from his own half, takes the ball, Runs half the length of the pitch, takes it takes it away from all the defenders. Uh, but I got I got to say, man, that Ike defense is is atrocious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's atrocious. Like the you you see you see them running back, kind of, and then they, and then they just stop. Like even for the fourth goal, like they just they, they just stop at that number fifteen. <laughs> Again, fantastic finish. But that number fifteen for Ike, he needs he needs putting into a blender. <laughs> Maybe he's like a frog in a blender, mate. <laughs> oh my! I don't, I don't, I don't. But don't take anything uh... away from Aris. Like Aris as well, have got players who can come off the bench and perform for him. Like that pass there, Morgan Brown was only on the pitch for like five minutes beforehand. Great crossfield ball, great crossfield yeah. ball, and a great finish. But yeah, they've got they've got players like that. Spoiler: It wasn't even. Well, it, I don't think he even came on, did he? And he's no, yeah, he, he was didn't. quite pivotal. He was quite pivotal for them at the beginning of the season before he had the injury. Um, you got uh, at the back as well. Aris have got players like Bileas, Yago that 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 work really hard for him as well. They've got Borson came off the bench. Yeah. I mean, know, Borson, um, Borson needed a rest. You know, there was that period. Yeah. There was that period of three or four games where there was like either a goal or some dinner or whatever. So I think, yeah. I think the rest has done him good. I think he'd be able to come back yeah. now and go in there and uh, and show his best, uh, show his best again, like he did before. Well, you know, they, they got Zoki in the middle of the park. They got Struski yeah. in the middle of the park. You know, Sikorski is still to come off the bench. Um, fucking. Um, 
Stepinski is still on loan. Um, it's it's just um, it, scary. It's, it's scary. scary. Yeah, it's it is. Yeah, and the thing it's is, what scary. we also need to mention, what we also need to mention, mate, is the team spirit. You know, you're looking at the goal celebrations. You're looking at everyone. That you know, even Spilewski's running on the pitch to celebrate with his players. Like, you know, he loves his okay, guys. When, of course, he, he loves his guys. guys. Of course, he does. Yeah. But the thing is, you can. Okay, I know. I know. Yeah. Winning breeds confidence. I, I yeah. get it. But we were saying they went through a spell where it was like draws and draws and draws, and we thought he's going to lose his job. But bravo. But they stuck with the coach. They trusted him. They didn't sack mm-hmm. him. You know, they went through a bit mm-hmm. of a, 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 a sticky spell, but they stuck by him. They turned things round. And as I said, the way that they're celebrating goals full time, you know, the, the the social media posts and all that, they, they seem like a team that actually believes that they can win it. And do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if they did. I, I'm not going to lie to you. At the beginning of the season, I wrote them off because I thought yeah, if they had a, a, a European campaign, it might really hinder them but they haven't looked back and as I said Bambika's been brilliant Gogorin has been scoring goals left right and centre Vanna Alves is a, is a phenomenal goalkeeper the, the back line alright they've got mistakes in them but you know Yago is is, a, is playing better now um, Boyaki scored the goal the other week against yeah. so of course so yeah. look this isn't me just waxing lyrical about them because obviously we've got a good relationship with them on the social media which is, which is cool like, it's, it's a great thing but Really and truly, the, the facts don't lie. The facts don't lie. And they're the informed team at the moment. They're blowing teams apart. And, um, you know, Upwell really, really need to be very careful next week when, well, whenever the, the, the campaign resumes. Because if they go into this game playing the way that they did against Omonia, against Buffer, they could get steamrolled. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I again like like you. I wrote them off at the beginning of the season. I wrote them off again when they had those six draws, six draws in a row. Yep. They're they're there to prove people wrong. They've got the drive to prove people wrong, and um, and that's kind of the best thing because even with kind of how they're performing at the moment, I think people still consider them underdogs. Yep. Yep. And that's the best thing for a team like this because. They've been proving people wrong all season. They should just continue to go to prove people wrong. Ajax, um, on the other hand, fallen off a cliff. Lead balloon, you know, make all the bloody similes and metaphors you want. Yeah. It's I don't know what the hell's gone on, um, but it, it's gone. It, it's gone. I think, basically, I see this being a fight. You know, like Abuel and Aris and Abolon are probably going to get top three. A ball on, you know, they've won five games in a row now. They, 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 they seem to be doing something with Andoni. He seems to have got these players playing properly. It's the lucky shirt, that's what. It's the lucky it's, shirt. It's the lucky <laughs> shirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've got Abuelaris and Abolon probably getting get the top three, and then Bafos and I kind of like being like, oh, we're going to try as well. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them getting getting into those top three places the way that their form at the moment, and then yeah. Omonia. Yeah, we won't talk about them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, I mean, in the in the notes, in the notes, in the notes, <laughs> look, 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 in, in the notes, it just says <laughs> I, I, you can't see it. I just have Omonia in a paragraph and a sentence. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, look, a couple of quick things. Um, yeah. We did a little meme. 
I think that's that's perfect, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah, that's just the go. same same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. the other one, which I was very very proud of, as as you know, Faso, we have a little back and forth with Aris on on social media. We did our own little meme at the beginning, um, <laughs> which they've they've now jumped on and they're they're very pleased with it. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Costa there at the bottom. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> As Patrice ever says, I love this game. <laughs> so yeah, we've we've got a little bromance with with uh, Addis, and you know what? Good luck to him because yeah. it's very easy to sit there and say, oh well, they've got all the money, but do you know what? They're doing things the right way, as we keep saying. And if it makes the Cypriot League more entertaining and gives them more of a of a global presence even even the league you know if Alice win the league there's opportunities to get to the Champions League I'm pretty mm. sure they'll strengthen the summer which will then boost the Cypriot club's chances and yeah look I've got I've got no beef with them like, honestly no beef whatsoever they're, they're listen, like Switzerland to me you know listen if it gets <laughs> if it gets if it gets the if it gets the league's coefficient up get more European places, get them further further through the qualification for, for the tournaments, then by all means, bring them in. Let them do what they need to do. It's they, all fine for me. No problem. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So, so kind of that's, that's it for the games. So I think it's just moving on to other bits and pieces. Shall, shall we bring so, up your, your favourite moment? Here he is. Bring yeah. it on. Well, on. I mean, I mean, I mean, he, he didn't have much to say this week. So. No, no. <laughs> Spin the wheel and guess your, yeah. guess your man, guess your fine. Yeah. What is it today? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, man, if he had social media, tag him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll block us. <laughs> oh. oh man, but yeah. Um, yeah, Vrionidis is is he's got he's got some work to do. So, for, for move from him to the 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 serious stuff is mm -hmm. you've got match fixing two electric boogaloo. Ooh, yeah. So there were rumors abound. Everybody was talking that there was a game in the second division that was being investigated for match fixing. So cue the Cyprus FA. Then releasing a statement saying that no games were being investigated. Ooh. Literally, a couple of hours later, the government's, uh, the Cypriot government's committee of ethics and safeguarding in sports, released a statement saying they had begun investigations for the game between Omonia Radipo and Aes on the twenty fifth of February. So, like within two hours of the Cypriot facing. No, nothing's being investigated. The government's ethics committee comes out with a press release saying something's being investigated. Mm. So that's that's mwah, oh, the, the the timing, mwah, chef's kiss. Um, now I try to see, uh, I try to see kind of like the game statistics. Obviously, because it's the second division, there aren't that many statistics available. There are some, just to see what kind of Thing might have gone on um, but again I'm not a lawyer <laughs> I don't have any investigative qualities other than oh, I wonder what Google says but anyway the score <laughs> so the, the game finished 2-1 to Ayers 
But Omoniara mm-hmm. Dipo took the lead in the first half and Ayers scored an 80th minute penalty. So, mm. I mean, there's something like, like if if this cloud wasn't hovering above the match, you'd be like, yeah, this is part and parcel is football. But yeah. one team leading, the other team then turning the game around with a penalty in the 80th minute. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's I, I, it's been looked at anyway. Obviously, if they find something, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, oh God. Now, oh, God. on top of that, is uh, you get a letter. You get a letter. Everybody gets a letter. Ah, Oprah, Oprah style, yeah. Uh, so the president of Bayer 2014 today, uh, at least it was announced today, sent a letter to the Democratias, the Departments mm-hmm. of Justice and the Department of Bedia, which that, that, their remit includes sports, uh, the Cyprus FA, the head of the police, the betting authority, the players union and the group looking after the stadiums. So he wrote, uh, he wrote the same letter sent it out to all these people. Uh, and he made notes on of issues he spotted in the game between Bayer 2014 and FC United of Omonia 29. Um, uh, called the league a mess, which cannot be... The sec- he called the second division a mess, which cannot be mediated by the Cyprus FA. He said the stewards are not doing their jobs, not protecting the players or the referees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he mentioned... Obviously, the match-fixing allegations. He mentioned the referee getting beat, beat uh, getting beat up by the Achna fans, yep. and Al Kioroglin is going kaput. So, basically, he came out and said, "Do something." <laughs> uh, and uh, the um, the players' union said, "Yes, please do something." In response. So there, there you go. You've got some ins and outs of disciplinaries and weird stuff. So yeah, yep. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. Wonderful things. Um, we've also got, um, let's see, where do I go now? We've got, <laughs> well, let's, let's mix it up. Should we, should we, we've got, so we've got the Cyprus football team call-ups. Yes, yes. So gets by uh, gets by has picked his team. He's got a big old list of players. Uh so Valent- Valentin Rodege is is Cypriot representing France. So he's, yes. he's obviously my favourite, you know, for our Bolon. He's gonna be he's gonna get a possible third and fourth cap. Um Spoliaritz has been picked for his first cap uh, uh, in goal for Garmiodisa. Um, and then you've got Laifis, Ioannou, Gastanos, Gogits, and Jonis from abroad. Now, there's a few players missing in this list that I think is a bit weird. Um, you've got Gadelaris and Stelur in Belgium that, I, that, that are not, that haven't been called up. Mm. Uh, I think Stelur is at Charleroi and Gadelaris is at Ustend. But yep. I can't, I can't see any injuries on him or anything like that. So I don't know why they haven't been picked. Especially, no, he, he looking... is, he's got, got that out. Is that for the rest of the season? Is he? 
Okay, yeah, I, I, he, had I, the, I, he had I, the, he had, the, he had an MRI and I think he's got a meniscus meniscus tear. Ah, uh, uh, right. Okay. Well, Ioan was not injured because he was in the team of the week for the Belgium league. Hmm. Um, I don't know. But yeah, because I'm just looking at some of these other players he's called up, for instance, for for in defence. Uh, and, you know, there's there's a few players I probably wouldn't be thinking of. Um, why are there so many Anorthosis players? I mean, I know why there are so many Anorthosis players, but why are there so many Anorthosis players? You know, the I, team I, is I, eight. I, I... <laughs> I don't want to speculate here. <laughs> but, you know, there's players like Artimada who have just come back. Um, somebody yeah. else could have taken his place, like Sachas for Aboel, for instance, or, or you know, or Cass. Or Cass at Fulham is a defensive midfielder. Um, no, Costas Bileaz isn't in the team, even though he's been doing numbers for Aris. Uh, hmm. Spoljariets hasn't been picked uh, from Aris either. Avoni isn't in there for Nea Salamina, even though he's been he's been doing the business for them all season. Okay. Um, another thing, right? Gogitz, my man, my man, Alex Gogitz is is I love him. He's he's going from Scotland to Gibraltar to train with the team to then take a flight back to Scotland to play the game. Okay. <laughs> then he's going to Armenia, Armenia to play the other game. Then flying back, and then I'm guessing he's either going to fly back to Scotland or fly to Kipro, stay there for a bit, and then go back to Scotland again. Obviously, because yep. uh, he, he plays for Saint Mirren. Um, man, 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 man loves his nation, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so does Marinos Johnnies, obviously, because he's he's flying in from bloody Kansas to do this. Um, one person, it's a bit weird, who's not in the team as well, that's not got a call up, is Sodirio. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Sodirio yeah. Is, is, is done it in the league in Gipro. He did it at Copenhagen. He did it at Ludgoretz. He did it at Astana. And, okay, he's not... He's not doing it so much in Japan at the moment, but it could be like, you know, changing culture and things like that, you know, it needs a bit of time to, to adjust. But he hasn't been picked. Yeah. Now, or he might have been picked and said no, I don't know. It's weird. But, yeah. So just, The thing just... is, that there was this um, article on 24 Sports by um, uh, Gostandino Nicolao, right? And he was basically writing about, you know, looking or casting the net wider, when it comes to calling up Cypriot players, because obviously there's a lot of English-based Cypriot players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Raul Sodiriu, who I think is at Crawley Town. You know, Andros Townsend could have played for Cyprus. I know he's obviously yep. England international, but he could have played for Cyprus, his, his mum's Cypriot. Now we've Marcus got the lad at Sporting Lisbon. Marcus Edwards. Uh, Marcus Edwards, whose mum is Cypriot. And, you know, I've spoken to Marcus's dad. In fact, a couple of years ago, I spoke to Marcus's dad and I said, look, would he play for Cyprus? He goes, look, he's waiting for an England call, you know, now mm. whether he gets it under Southgate or not is another thing, but I just hope that the lad doesn't leave it too late because in my opinion, again, this is very, very biased, but in my opinion, if he chooses Cyprus, he will be a God in Cyprus. He'll yeah. be a God. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Johnny's on one wing and Marcus Edwards on the other? 
Can you imagine? I can. I can. Like, you've got those two on the wing. Gastano, uh, Gastano's in the middle. The striker, the striker just needs to be in the box. Yeah. It's just, it just, it just, it, the ball's just going to bounce off him and go in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you might, look, if Gagulli can get into that team, can you imagine the pace up front that Cyprus would have? Johnny's Gagulli's and Marcus Edwards. No, I mean, if you're playing counter attacking football, which is what we're going to do, can you? Come on, man. I need to speak to Marcus's dad. I need to, I need to message him again. Like, <laughs> get your point. Come, oh, come on. Come on, man. Come on, Kubebka. You remember you talked about your mom's Kubebka. Exactly. Remember exactly. the Kubebka. Exactly. There you so... go. There's the title for the podcast. If you want, remember the Kubebka. <laughs> <laughs> but look, at, at the same time, you know, um, yeah. we we clearly have an issue when it comes to producing young Cypriot players, and I think it's not the talent that's the problem. It's the people around these youngsters that are the problem. Yeah, because a lot of them have similar agents, right? There are three or four agents in Cyprus that have got control of a lot of these young players. And, you know, one of them has done very well to get Gadelari to Belgium and, and Johnny's to MLS, mm-hmm. yeah? But then there are other ones who don't really have their clients' best interests at heart. And look, I'll say this again, and, and, and I'm probably going to get gunned down for this, but Humbo, the Omonia Humbo, should not be at Omonia. He should be... A, a Belgian club or a Dutch club or even a, maybe a Serie B team. He's too good for Cyprus, but he's not even getting in the Ormonia first team, right? His talent is being wasted. He would do very well in those leagues that I mentioned. Very, very well indeed. And I know this because I've spoken to Ormonia players who have played at the highest level and have told me this kid is good enough to play in these leagues. So I'm going to take their word for it. But the fact is a lot of young Cypriot players are being held back. Look, Sacha is such a good player. Such a good player. And look, yes. he can't get into the Abu first team, which I understand. I understand. Because Gustadino's yeah. been brilliant. You know, uh, Saifo's been brilliant. You're not going to dislodge them unless you're very, very special. And perhaps mm-hmm. he's not ready, but he's another one. He should be playing in a, a, abroad. What about the winger that's at Abu Um Theodoro? Uh, he's injured. He's injured, yeah? Mm-hmm. But for me, right, as a winger, he's he's... Literally what you need in a winger. He's he's quick. He's energetic. He runs the line so well. He can deliver a cross. He's another one that I think has got a lot of potential. But again, I think they're just being held back by agents or their family, or maybe they just don't want to get out of their comfort zone. People like Gadelari are setting the tone for these. Like Laifi are setting the tone because they're saying, right, we can do it abroad. Why can't you? Look how life is, man. He's got so many so many appearances for Standard Liège as well. Yeah. Like, He's even played in goal for him. Yeah. So, right. but think but about yeah, it. Baba Vasilio, Baba Vasilio played for Newcastle. Yeah. Oka played in Greece. It's not as if our, our players don't have him. Ne, bravo. Um, who else? Who else? Diego Costa. Ne, ne, ne. But who else? Who else? Costandino. 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 Efrem. Not Efrem. No, Alonefti's went to Germany. Alonefti's, bravo. Um, um, Christ, um, ah, Christophe was at Sion, yeah, in, yeah, in uh, Switzerland, yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know why they're not going. Well, they are, I, I, they, yeah, they what, what are. Saying, like, yeah, they are because, like, like we said before, there's the there's I can't remember the guy, but he's he's at Atletico Madrid, Ilia, I think is his surname, the defender. yeah, the defender, yeah, he's only like 19. 
and he's, yep. and he's playing for Atletico Madrid's B team. So, you know, he, he's got to be rated highly if he's playing for, you know, it's the B team, but it's Atletico, it's, you know, it's Atleti's B team. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got Ocas in the reserves, Fulham. You've got... Uh, you've, you've got, got Antonio Panathinaikos, the second team. Yeah. Um, you've got Solomon, the defender. Who's he's he's in Scandinavia? Is he in Sweden? Something like that. I think so. Yeah. There's a couple of other ones in Spain as well. A couple yeah, of other. Who we got? I'm just trying to think. I'm just let me just bring them up. Yeah. This current squad. Yes. I can't. Yeah, it's, there's a few of them. Oh, uh, we've got one at Hartlepool as well. Yeah. Trusty. Trusty, that's it, yeah. It's from Blackpool. Yeah, he's yeah, he's online from Blackpool, yeah. But yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of young players at the moment that I think are kind of casting whatever shackles, they're casting them off as the yeah. best thing for them. You know that's the way that a lot of these young players are gonna get good. I mean they you know the, the Sometimes they'll come back. Like, look at uh, Ioannou, for instance. He yeah. was at, he, you know, he was at Man United. He's at he's Como. He's at he Como was at Manu. Forest. Now he's at Como. He's, he's doing numbers at Como. He's well. Fabregas. <laughs> he's he's doing great Fabregas. at Como. He's doing great at Como as well. He's, uh, they, they, they love him up there. But yeah. Yeah. It's there. But anyway. Cyprus, the future is bright as long as there's the correct people there. Now, you were yeah. saying Getspaya probably isn't the correct person. Uh, I'm not going to get on Getspaya's bad side because uh, we all know what his bad side's <laughs> like. Yeah? We, we, we don't all want to end up like St. James's Park advertising hoardings. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. But yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right, so a couple more things. So, Cyprus FA Cup semi final draw. We've got uh, Bruno Derby on Monia versus Bafos, and then we've yeah. got Ael versus Olympiagos. Now, yeah. personally, I want Olympiagos to win the bloody thing because I think it'll be funny for them to sign <laughs> European competition players, yeah, play in the second division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it could. It, it happened before. It happened in England, didn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, Wigan got into Europe and got relegated in the same season. So yeah, you know, it's, it's not unheard of. No, yeah. so it's it's not unheard of. But I think it's just it's just a classic Gibriago thing to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, just just an extra thing for us to talk about later. Um, <laughs> VAR review. So remember uh, we had a discussion about Anorthosis versus Doxa and the penalty and why yeah. they retook it. So according to the review, the Shishkovsky save of the penalty should have counted and VAR should not have stopped play. Oh. Yeah. So the reasoning behind it is that VAR should not have intervened because the goalkeeper stepped on the goal line normally. The defending number 11, who was actively involved in the phase after the penalty is taken, at the time the penalty is taken, does not step into the penalty area. So there was encroachment, but not by the player who um, was actively involved in the phase after the penalty. Mm. 
So they shouldn't have stopped it and retook it. Well, to be fair, as I said on the, the pod with, with Sava, I, I, it was encroachment. There was encroachment. Yeah, it was, yeah. So even if the, you know, the goalkeeper had stayed on his line, which he did, um, it still should have been retaken anyway. But, but they're the saying is, we shouldn't. Okay, yeah, okay. But, but, but what I'm saying is, uh, under the laws of, of, of whatever, football, FIFA, whatever, yeah, it had to be taken again. But we see encroachment all the time in Cyprus. So, yeah. look, shirt pulls, the, the, the little things which they don't give, they should be giving them. But then yeah, the blatant the, ones, they're not. Yeah, the handballs. <laughs> why are they giving me some of these handballs? I'm like... Rugby tackling players in the box. No. Yeah, yeah. Ga- ga- For... gal- gal- galaxy brain. Wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, well. But yeah, um, right. So, a couple more things. The players' sure. union has been getting into arguments with the betting authority in, uh, in Cyprus because the betting authority is not helping the players' union train the players to spot match-fixing. Mm. Um, basically, the players' union doesn't have the, the full finances to be able to go by themselves to train all the players across all the divisions on uh, how to deal with match-fixing. So they've asked the betting authority to help finance that training. And the betting authority says, we already do all this stuff. and blah, 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 blah. So, no. So there was a, bit, a little bit of a spat on social media between the two um, regarding that. So that's a thing that's happening in the background. Uh, and then the other thing is, obviously, I just wanted to pick up um, kind of what's happening down in the lower leagues. So just, just some confirmed stuff. So Olympias Limbion are confirmed relegated to the third division. They've got mm. 10 points with five games left. Box sit fifth in the relegation group on 29 points. So they can't go, they, they can't they can't displace them. So Olympias Limbion have been relegated. Now they already got done. Remember, they got done for the match fixing before. Yeah. Yep. They didn't have so they haven't received any financial aid from GOP because of the match fixing. And now they've been relegated as well. So it look look it looks like shaky ground, uh, but we, we'll we'll see what happens at the end of the season for them. Now to replace them, we've got Vienis Morfo. They've got fifty nine points with five games left and are twenty one points ahead of Iraklizier Olaku in fourth. So they're up. That's it. Now Enav Polis Chrysokhus and Asid Lisis could confirm their promotion next match day, results pending, as they're both 14 points ahead of Iraglis. So, <laughs> you know. if they win, if those two teams win, that's it, they're promoted as well. So, like, the league, the, the promotion bit of the league is basically finished. Mm. Next match day. Yeah. So, I'm guessing they're going to carry on. If I was, wow. if if I was, <laughs> if I was a uh, investigator, I'd probably be looking at those games after promotion has been confirmed. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, you know, this is I mean, Cyprus. Not, not, not to, not to advise anyone on those things, but you know, uh, keep them. This peeled, is man. Mappa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the last thing is. Uh, Eliasli Throdonda had been relegated into the Agrodiga. Oh. There you go. And that's it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Very informative. Plenty, Thank plenty, you very much. Plenty of stuff. I th- I th- just, just throwing stuff at you. Yeah, that's that's fine. Some of it's not tomatoes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. Cups of piss. <laughs> Oh, uh, mate. Well, look, Molotovs. it's been uh. yeah, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, well, mate, it's been another eventful pod. Thank you very much for your time. Yes, um, thank you. Your your Twitter handle is there at Flares Cafes or Cafes Flares, whichever way you want to do it. At Flares Cafes. Yeah, I've got. I, I can't be bothered to change it, man. Just find me. You know where to find me. You'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be and, there. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at this is my part. So until next time, boys and girls, which will be in a couple of weeks because we have the international break. Although we might do something, we might do something. You know, you never know what could happen between now and the uh, April because we've still got another nine or ten days. So mm-hmm. anything can happen. We might find some more scandals. Or we might have a guest. You never know. So don't uh, touch that dial. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. And we'll be back very very soon. Goodbye, everyone. Say bye, Thassel. Bye.